That's one's Where a little soft because I was actually hitting myself in the face because I am still using push to talk. So I had to use I had to hold the, the button down on my mouse. I was just slapping my my face to make it well, clap. Why don't you just turn off push to talk? No, because then it's like voice activated, and like sometimes it just doesn't go. Uh, it doesn't matter because we're recording locally. Yeah, but you won't hear me. I'm pretty sure I'll hear you. You've got a big mouth. Welcome to the Exploding Barrel Podcast for September 4th, 2018. Might be September 5th by the time you hear this. I don't know. This Probably. Is, yeah, this is Mike Minotti, joined by my brother AJ. How's it going? Yo, what's up? Well, not much. Had a busy weekend. Been playing some games. Spider-Man, which the review went up t- today, so I can talk about that. Hey. So, yeah, I have a lot to talk about. I want to hear about wrestling. Good, because I'm going to tell you about wrestling. That's good. Yeah, I was at All In, the largest independent wrestling show ever, and the largest non-WWE or WCW wrestling show since like the early 90s. I was That's put on by like, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, and yeah, it was it was in Chicago, it went with uh, two friends, and it was incredible. It was just cool. super fun. Uh, well, we do you want to dive into first? you want to do Spider-Man, or do you want to do All In? Kind of on All In now, so maybe we should just keep going. All right. Guess we should. Very lead. I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But I mean, it's just so cool. It was, it was over ten thousand people, right? And like, it had like a stage. The it just looked like a WWE pay per view, except it was like these awesome indie guys having like all these incredible matches. Yeah, I, I saw your pictures. I'm like, eh, it looks like a wrestling show. It was. It was super cool, and the crowd was just so into it. Like when Cody Rhodes he fought for the NWA title against Nick Aldis, who was a champion. I mean, they were their crowd was just exploding for him, uh, but it, it was just something. It actually felt like something important was happening here. With like, wow, look, there's an alternative WWE, and it's really gaining a lot of traction. Like, all these indie stars are, you know, kind of like with Ring of Honor and New Japan, like like all these kind of like this wasn't any of them. This was just uh, like the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes putting on a show. But they kind of worked. So it's, with this it's guy. kind of kind of like an amalgam of everything, right? Well, it really was. Uh, that's a good way to put because like they had some New Japan guys there, they had a lot of Ring of Honor guys there. They even had some uh, some luchadors from uh, from from some of the big Mexico promotions and a lot of British guys, like uh, even some TNA people I think or Impact Wrestling now. But yeah, it really was just kind of like anything that wasn't WWE. And they even had some um, like some legends showing up. Animal was there. Uh, uh, DDP showed up. Chris Jericho huh. showed up was a big surprise. That was super fun. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, but yeah, it was just it was just like everyone was just having such a good time. It was just kind of nonstop exciting. It was never a boring show. Uh, I was gonna say so. So I've I've seen a handful of pay per views in the last you know few months here, and uh, they've been kind of dull because it's the same guys over and over again. Mm-hmm. Which obviously that's not an issue at, at this kind of event, but just like the storytelling has felt very flat in in recent years. Right. So and so, so how how did this supersede that? Well, first off, there's a lot more just wrestling. So, so like, it's it's interesting. The storylines for the show almost all originated on Being the Elite, which is a YouTube show that the Young Bucks started. And they, they have kind of the main Bullet Club people in there. So it's them, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, Hangman Adam Page, 
and, and the villain Marty Skrull. And so they give you an idea of like just one of like the storyline threads that kind of worked its way into All In. Um, so there's a wrestler called Joey Ryan. It, you might have seen a gif of this. He's kind of famous for like he does this move where people will grab his uh, dick and he'll like shift his momentum oh, and the yes, person will yes. flip. Right? I've seen this. Yeah, the yeah. dick flip guy. Yeah, so they call him the you know, famous dick wrestler, Jelly Ryan. Well, Adam Page <laughs> was, was jealous of, of, of this and murdered him be. on being the elite. Killed him. Oh, oh, oh my. With a phone in a hotel room, right? So it's like, oh, no. Okay. So Joey Ryan, uh, I mean, so uh, so Adam Page had a hardcore match against a Joey Janello, and he wins it. But then, like, after he wins it, uh, like, the lights go down, and, like, we see a video package, and it's, like, Joey rides body leg there as he like slowly gets an erection, <laughs> and then and then it, you know Undertaker and the Druids, yeah yeah yeah. So music starts playing and penis Druids come out. They're wearing like inflatable penis, uh, <laughs> and then Joey Ride comes out. He's alive and you know Adam Page is losing it. So he gets in there. He does the dick flip move, and then the the penis Druids like carry Adam Page away. <laughs> Nice. It nice. Was I imagine that, that got a good reaction oh, from the yeah. crowd. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> so, so like, if you didn't follow a lot of this independent wrestling stuff, well, A, you probably wouldn't be interested in going to this, but B, like, I mean, would you still get, like, the, the gist of everything? Would you yeah, still enjoy well, it? Yeah, well, a lot of matches really were just people kind of having matches. I mean, there were storylines and stuff, but, I mean, the wrestling itself is just so good, and that's kind of, like, the neat thing with, with these people. Just the the quality of the wrestling is, is insane. So where do you, where do you see this going now? Like, do you think these guys, like like all these independent leagues, like kind of join together to form I something think, to legitimately well, they, go against I WWE? Think, I think they are. There's a lot more cooperation. So to give you an example, like this was like the biggest show. I was saying, uh, WrestleMania weekend this year, New Japan and Ring of Honor have teamed up for a Madison Square Garden show in New York. That's WrestleMania in New York, and that sold out. And that's like twenty four hundred twenty four thousand seats yeah. or something like that. So it's like. The momentum's continuing, and there's going to be an all-in two next year. I'm, I'm sure of it. Right, right. Because isn't this kind of how WWE really started? Wasn't it like a bunch of like just different regional circuits that came well, together? Well, no. So WWE kind of bought a lot of WWF did bought a lot, and then like the kind of remaining ones tried to band together and fight it, and it didn't really work out uh, in a weird way. But you know, it's cool because. You know, and at the end of the show, they came out and talked about it, and they're talking about how incredible the night was. And they're very clear, like their their, their language isn't WWE sucks. So we're like, you know, they say, like Cody Rhodes kind of put it, uh, WWE is great, but they don't own wrestling. Like we're that's, you know, that's, that's well said, right? Yeah, it is, and everyone you know gets excited and cheers. And yeah, it was just so. It, it really did feel like a very important wrestling show, and you know, maybe it's not going to end up being as poor as I think it is. Maybe it's the start of like an actual competitor for WWE who knows but at least for that one moment it was just super fun that's cool yeah it was great is it is there a way to go back and watch this now or it's actually yeah it's on um New Japan added it to their streaming service New Japan World which I have so if you want to see parts of it I can show you okay I might want to where where were you were you you had good seats over there yeah pretty good seats we were in like the middle uh tier so it's like floor seats and like the first section of rise seats and like the upper level. We were kind of in that that middle section. Uh, uh, yeah, looking kind of kind of in between where the ramp and the ring was. So pretty cool. Nice. Oh yeah, but it was it was super it was super worth the trip and and all that. A lot of fun and uh, yeah. I, I, I if you're kind of like wondering about this and if you're maybe a little dissatisfied with WWE, I think you should maybe look into it a little bit. 
because it was a super fun show. Well, good. Yeah. All so, right, so wrestling's done. Yeah. Uh, tell me about uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He can, he can do whatever a spider can. I heard. What's I heard he word? spins a web of any size. Yeah, catches bag. Oh, catches thieves just like flies. Yeah. Yeah, this game's great. Uh, I'm super into it. It's super fun. Just, uh, I guess, like, one of the things I love is how it captures every element of Spider-Man. Like, there's the web swinging and, like, the fighting crime and all that. But there's, like, these little science-y mini-games and stuff, right? Like, some of it's almost kind of, like, like in the League of Bioshock, like, pipe puzzles. But it's still, like, neat just to kind of incorporate some science stuff. Uh, well, it's, it's good to be... It's good that it lets you be Peter Parker in addition to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Taking photos is important. Like, one of my favorite, like, kind of open-world collectibles is just taking pictures of landmarks, right? So... And the landmarks are like real landmarks, like the Empire State Building or the Wakanda Embassy, you know, <laughs> or Avengers yeah, Tower. Yeah. It's super neat because you can literally like swing by, like pull out your camera, like zoom in. And it kind of slows things down when you do that. So like still take the picture as you're swinging by. And it's like the most Spider-Man feeling thing you could ever do in a video game. That's pretty great. Mm. Uh, and so the swinging is the swinging does feel great. It's kind of. It's very kind of easy to pull off and look cool. It's not exactly that Spider-Man 2 style, because the whole thing with that game was that each of the triggers was like a different hand. Right. Right. And it's not exactly like that, but it's it still feels great and works super well. And just getting around yeah, so, uh, is super fun. I may or may not have done some red swinging myself. Yeah, you give it a and, little try. Uh, yeah, I, I like how it's it's almost like, in a weird way, it's like driving a car. Like, R2 is the gas. Right. So like as long as you're holding that down, you're gonna keep going. If you hit a wall, you just kind of run along it or run up it. Mm-hmm. But then like you have the embellishments, like like you know hitting X at the apex to jump. Yeah, it, uh, it kind of doing moves like like dive down to the ground with like L three. I think did that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's so satisfying to, to, to like you know swing up really high, dive down right to the street level, swing through traffic, turn a corner around a building. Like it just it just looks so good. And Really, the thing that I think kind of helps make this game great, uh, aside from swinging, because we've had Spider games with good swinging, the, the combat is super good in this. Cause it, yeah, I, I, I struggled with it, because I think I wanted it to be Batman. It's, def- it's, it's, it's not. not. It's, you need to be so much more agile than it. It's so much... Because, ba- yeah, it's you know all the superhero games have been doing the Arkham style, where it's sort of kind of... You're attacking, but you're almost more waiting to counter. And when you counter somebody, it's like an instant kill. This is much more about isolating foes. Like, like they'll, they'll, they're, they're way more active. They won't do as much kind of waiting around for your turn. So if you kind of just go in there and throw punches, they're going to hit you. So it's a lot about like dodging, uh, being mobile, and using your web abilities. Not so much to knock people out, but just to like kind of crowd control to isolate people. And mm-hmm. yeah, make sure like this person can't move for a bit while you take care of this person. And it also really encourages you to fight people in the air as much as you can. Because again, it's harder for people to hit you if you're attacking people in the air. So yeah, it's, it's just, it's neat that the combat system just has different priorities than a lot of these uh, superhero games we've seen in the last 10 years. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's much more about dodging than it is about countering. It's a lot more about dodging, which I think kind of feels much more Spider-Man-y to me. Right, right, and yeah, it's, for it's sure. Still, and it still has, like, these kind of flashy, like, instant, uh, I don't want to say kill, but it's a knockout moves where it, you, have, yeah. like, you have, like, a focus meter that you can build up when you pull off combos and stuff. And what's cool is that you either use this to do those moves or you use it to heal yourself. So it's kind of this fun balance, like, you know, if you're taking a lot of damage, you're not going to be able to use those moves, uh... So it all kind of works out really well. 
Mm-hmm. It's also a uh, very attractive game. Very pretty game. Very pretty. Uh, and it just the uh, it really does capture that super earnest spirit of Spider-Man, where he's just such a mm-hmm. nice guy doing his best. <laughs> you know, it, there's nothing there's nothing darker brooding about it. <laughs> this is kind of refreshing. And all That's like good. Like all the cool characters, you know, all the characters are there. Mary Jane and Aunt May. J. Jonah Jameson is like a Rush Limbaugh style radio host, which is like super fun. That's pretty good. That's cool because he'll be like commenting on like the recent like side mission you just did as you're moving to the next one. Like I just had callers tell me that Spider Man was capturing pigeons. What is he eating them? You know, of course you're finding <laughs> these pigeons because like a homeless man like lost them or something, right? But you know, of course it gets twisted around and. Yeah, it's just it's just also perfect. It's such a great Spider-Man game. It really catches just so much of what makes that character fun and interesting. That's good. But yeah, it seemed yeah I like this a lot. I, I gave it a ninety-five. I'm also low, like the average. I think it's like an eighty-seven. I'm almost surprised it's that quote-unquote low to me. Yeah. But like I actually like this maybe a little bit more even than God of War. I don't know. And I liked God of War a lot too. So right. It just seems like um. Seems just kind of like you said, kind of light breezy, like like a kind of get into it, and like play around a bit more, like like it's, it's more it's more playful. I think yeah, right. that's, that's the word I want. Yeah, and I mean, you sh- a lot of times these games, if I don't really like, I'll, I kind of like stop doing a lot of side activities, but I've pretty much been doing all of them. The only ones that get a little bit bored are are like a little bit monotonous are like the crimes that sprout out, or like just like show up and you get like a radio call, and you because like. It's not like a lot of the other things where you're kind of heading towards this, right? The crimes just happen, and you almost kind of feel obligated to go do them because you're Spider-Man. Right. And these things can... And there's, like, a few variations, uh, and, and you kind of unlock more as you do the storyline. And once you do one in one of the districts, I don't think you have to do that one again. I might be wrong. But those do feel a little monotonous, especially when Spider-Man kind of keeps saying the same things when you do them. Usually the, the voice work is pretty good and varied, and there's a lot of different lines. Well, did you uh did you see this thing our our our, our friend and your colleague Max kind of noted about the game? They I didn't they recorded notice, yeah. yeah they recorded all the, like the incidental dialogue twice for Spider Man once where it's like him just on the ground so it's like kind of just calm or casual and then they also recorded a version that he could recite while like swinging yeah. so it sounds like he's you know flying through the air. That's, yeah. that's that's an incredible detail. Like I would have never even thought of. Right now, I think about. It, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that that does totally make sense. It is what they did. Right, and things just gonna be funny because now I'm gonna be listening for it when I go mm-hmm. and play through the game. Yeah, just just another really good PlayStation Four exclusive. I think this is probably the most exciting superhero game since like Arkham Asylum, maybe maybe Arkham City, but uh, yeah, certainly since that series, right? Right, right. Not that it's I'm weird. Sure what the it's it's, it's would weird be. for as as big as superhero movies have gotten. Video games have. You know, we've had we've had you know your your Batman's, but there really hasn't been like a, that kind of string of quality that you would kind of hope for. I will say I liked that Deadpool game as far as like almost like a B movie style video game. Yeah, I'll give you that. And Injustice has been a good yeah. series, but well, like, you Justice know, like fine. Where, where's the Superman game? Where's the X Men game? Where's the where's, the where's the where's the Iron Man game? Yeah, right. It's a weird. Remember there were like the Sega made those Iron Man games. Oh, they were bad. They, were not, yeah, they, they made that Captain America game. They were off. There was well, a I mean, Hulk game that everyone liked. Okay. Well, the formula here of like getting just somebody on the level Insomniac to work on it kind of made a lot of sense, didn't it? Right. I think things you had to get like a truly triple A developer, not like some weird B team that Sega threw together. Right, right. So things kind of work together here. What's your favorite Spider-Man game like before this? 
I mean, probably Spider-Man Two. That's 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 the go-to. Right. Although I'm mean, also, I mean, if I had to pick a close second, it would have been the uh, that original PlayStation One. I did like that game. That that was like before this. That was the game that most captured the kind of Spider-Man that I like. Sort of. It, it just had fun. a fun. It had a fun story. That's what really it made it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, back then, it was a lot more novel to have. Some like Spider-Man Captain America stuff. show up, right? Johnny well, Flame is well, there. That was before the movie, even right. So it was like I don't know, seeing Spider-Man like that was you know, Spider-Man was so popular, but it wasn't like it. Is right, right. It was yeah, it was before the, the Sam Raimi film, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I never played like Web of Shadows or Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, so some of those the other one? one dimensions. Yeah, there. I played was the yeah dimensions one like where like there were like the four different Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I, I played that. It was okay. Like they were all okay. Yeah. What was the one? It was there was one that like everyone's like, oh, this is the one. It's got like the Batman style combat. And was that just Amazing Spider-Man? The one. It might. It yeah. might have been. I, there's there's two I, of those. I, re- I remember a lot of a lot of the previews really hyped it up. I saw and, that and, game at E3, and it, it actually did look really neat. Right, it just but then didn't like, come like together. The, the game, yeah, exactly. So I, like like I bought it like the day it came out based on all the preview cards. Like, oh, this is gonna be incredible, and I was like, this is just okay. Right, it, it really was just kind of. Batman Arkham City light with I know I know our brother Chris played the shit out of Spider-Man friend or foe to get all 1000 gamer score oh which one was that that like weird one for kids yeah didn't he like beat it like three times yeah so he he was obsessed with his gamer score right Mike what's your gamer score right now I don't know like give me a ballpark if you could guess within 5000 if you could guess within 5000 what your gamer score is I'll give you five bucks. I don't know, fifty-four thousand. Okay, hang on, I'm gonna go look at fifty-four thousand. <laughs> well, I do that. Why don't you talk about World of Warcraft? Yeah, well, we had a lot of content come out today, but I haven't really gotten to do much of it because Warfront started today, and I don't really think we can technically do that. Yet. You have to wait till like your side gives enough no, war resources. As, as the horde, we can start contributing resources towards the effort, which come from crafting or gold or, or whatever. Right, right. And um, then, but and yeah, then. the alliance are kind of in there right now. Right, the raid came out today, though. I think I think I'm getting into that on uh, thir- or Sunday night, so I'm pretty excited about that. But oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, but I mean, nothing. Yeah, this is you know we have that we have Mythic Plus now, so there's there's kind of more things to do, and it's good that I'm kind of glad that that stuff was time gated for like a few weeks because it gave me a lot of time to just do the the like normal Mythic and uh, a lot of versions of dungeons kind of get my bearings on a lot of things just kind of learn more about being a healer so it all worked out pretty well yeah do you have my gamer score no the mobile app is being weird I'm loading the desktop app don't I, can I just open an Xbox app on my computer yeah that's what you, that's what I'm doing on mine the Xbox app. I don't use this thing very often that's for sure well it's funny I, I thought it would have been great for the party support but uh, Discord happened, which we are using to record this right now. Yeah, right. Let's see. You can't show your... Man, this app sucks. It's not doing anything. Yeah, like it's... It's like Xbox Live down right now. Yeah, right. Maybe. <laughs> Let me go to Xbox.com. <laughs> it does seem to happen quite a bit. I don't I, I don't notice too often. I haven't really played an Xbox game in a while. Do-do-do. Um, All right, I have... I, well, well, what was I just playing my Xbox? Well, yeah, I was doing the No Man's Sky experiment. Uh, I can see my achievements. I can't see my total gamer score for some reason. Oh, here it is. Oh, man, 48,000. I was not that far off. No, but you were not within 5,000. No five bucks for you. Man, that was pretty close. 48,071. That, that's close than I would have expected right? uh, for your guess. So, yeah. so well done. Uh, well done there. Now yeah. I'm wondering what I'm at right now. I can get this to load. Probably not much. 
Chris is 90 points Chris, ahead of me. Yeah, he really that's it. I would have thought he'd be further ahead. He was obsessed with gamer score. Like yeah, everyone, everyone, everyone everyone was like, "Oh, I got to get my gamer score. Got to go got to go buy King Kong and Naruto cuz yeah. they're easy 1000." Do you think they should have ever like given you something to spend those points on? Like, they kept talking about doing it. They right, never really like, did. It was just avatars or, or themes or something, but yeah, never yeah. never really came to be, huh? Wait, like, is there something going on? Like, why can't I get this shit to load on the Xbox website? Well, I'm sure your I'm sure your score sucks. So what's what's undefined? <laughs> show me my show me my score. You'll never have a score. <laughs> no, I'm scoreless. You'll, you'll never. Okay, I got you. you're forty five thousand one hundred fifty one. Oh, I'm not that far behind you. I just got to go uh, you're far choose a few games. You're far enough. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny though? Like like especially like as we keep waiting the day Crackdown three may or may not come out because that was like a game almost built around achievements. Yeah, that was that was a lot of the fun of that game was just doing the achievements, huh? Right. I wonder, I wonder if, like they can ever tap back in. Like yeah. it's almost like it's almost like the World of Warcraft stat squish. Like the achievements out there, like the the score has gotten so ridiculous, like it's lost all meaning. Right. Like I can't remember the last time I like looked at a game's achievements and actively tried tried to do one. I just like, yeah. That, I don't. It's neat when I get one. It's like oh cool, that's fun. But like I never like oh, yeah. That's to... almost what it is. It's 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 just like when they incidentally happen. You're like oh okay cool. Mm-hmm. That's good. And a lot of times they aren't as creative as they used to be. Like, we're playing Spider-Man, right? It's just, you know, when I had a major storyline moment or I do all of these kinds of side quests, and, you know, mm-hmm. they're predictable, I guess. Like, Crackdown yeah. was cool because it was like, you know, like, jump off this tallest building and... Stuff. That was fun, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, it was like that big globe you had to throw between two people you in co-op mode. Play a, yeah, you had to throw a big globe. Hey, did you get the messenger? Uh, no, because I'm playing Into the Reach. Oh, how's that? Uh, real, real good. I'm super happy to have it on Switch because I bought it on PC and liked it, but it's like it was the kind of thing like I wanted to sit down at my computer and play. Sure. Like if I was gonna sit down on my computer and playing Warcraft or Fortnite or something. So so on the Switch, it, it's perfect. Uh, I actually got far enough where I unlocked a different type of mech squad, which I'm shocked at how much that changes the game. Like like so the basic squad you have three mechs: one who punches bugs, one who zaps them, one who shoots a missile. That if it direct hits, it damages, but if you if you splash damage, it pushes. So you're doing a lot of um, trying to you know, position the bugs so that they either attack each other or block other bugs from spawning. So this new squad, it's completely different. One mech has a laser. It doesn't push anything, but it just goes in a straight line forever, hitting everything in its path, friend or foe. Although you can get an upgrade, so it won't do friendly fire. Um the other mech is like a ramrod thing, so it just dashes forward, hitting whatever, damaging itself in the process, um, but it could go across the map and push things. And then the last one, it can pull things one space, or it has two uses of a shield projector that could deploy on friendlies or buildings or enemies if you don't watch your shots. But what I like about this game is it, it really demands that you take your time and think like mm-hmm. like a chess game would like you have to think through so many steps and if you you know make one mistake you're completely screwed like like so many times I've had where I think like oh this is great like I'm going to execute this turn and the bugs are going to hit each other and the buildings are going to be safe my mechs are fine and I don't account for like one of the bugs dying first and then he was going to block a shot well now that shot's going to a building and I lose my objective and like everything goes to shit it's just for for as simple as it looks, it's just a really deep, really, really well done game. Super fun, and yeah. it, it, again, perfect on the Switch. 
And Boy, am I glad to have it there. Now that I'm done with uh, Messenger, I kind of want to do a new indie game. Even though, like, maybe I should finish Yoko's Island. Maybe I should actually beat Dead Cells. But I kind of want to... Yeah, yeah. Well, either... that's my thing, too. Is I, I've Not only do I need to play more Dead Cells, but I, I told you I bought Hollow Knight when it was on sale. So I feel like I need to at least get into that before I go into the Messenger. Yeah, and I wish God, I thought... why are there so many good indie games on the Switch? I, know. I, like, I want to play Hollow Knight, too, but because I just did so many kind of Metroidvanias, maybe... Into the Breach would be refreshing. Into the Breach is great. Like, that that was one I was going to buy right away just because I was so excited. That that was one that, like, again, we didn't even think of that coming to Switch, and they just kind of dropped it. It was like, yep, that's happening. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Are, are you going to, like, um, play Undertale when it comes to Switch? Have you ever really played that before? I, I got to be honest, that game doesn't do it for me. It's, yeah? It seems like so much of it is trying to appeal to, like, Earthbound fans, and but I'm we not never an quite Earthbound, got an Earthbound fan. Uh, not, nothing against it, I just never got into it, so I, I don't know. I tried it, and I, and I liked it, I just didn't get super far into it, so maybe when it comes to Switch, I'll finally, like... You know, really game, get... maybe I need to give it a, a better chance, but really didn't grab me the way I was hoping it would, was Stardew Valley. Like, I played it for, like, a couple uh, days, and I never was like, I need to keep playing Stardew Valley. Uh, I played the crap out of Stardew Valley. I played a ton of it. I mean, at some point, I want to get back into it, but I kind of, like, I hit a lot of milestones, like, I had a baby, and I fixed up the community center and all these things. So I was like, okay, I can play some other things now for a bit, but I love yeah. Stardew Valley. Are you? Have you tried that uh, Graveyard Keeper? No. It's uh, it's a similar to Stardew Valley I've heard it compared to, but you're like a... It's like a weird, campy take on like, like... like You're running a graveyard, but you're doing like all these weird occult things and like... Mm experiments with the body parts but it's uh it's, it's on pc and it's free on game pass on xbox right now too actually oh, so, so not try. on switch not yet <laughs> but uh like i said I've, I've heard really really good things about it so that could, could be worth checking out for you maybe <coughs> all right aj yeah. what else uh that's about that's it all, for me. yeah like i said it's just been uh world of warcraft i'm glad world quests are up because they uh they're fun, and they get you know, especially in the early part of the expansion. If you're not doing like mythics right off the bat, it, it's a it's a path of progression. So I feel like I'm always getting something when I'm doing sure. world quests. Yeah, they help you out quite a bit for a while. Actually, that, that reminds me, have you done the uh, world boss yet? No, because like the the when I was on earlier today, the like world quest for the world boss wasn't up yet. Yeah, it should have gone up at nine o'clock. Let's do that when we're done recording. Okay. Did did you get your token or your, your bonus roll? No, but I will go get them. All right, before let's we do, do that then. Okay. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find more of us at ebpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, go to our Discord channel. All the fun stuff. Just, you know, search for a splitting barrel. You'll find it. Yeah. yeah. yeah Discord uh, is pinned to our uh, Twitter page if you want to find it, and uh, you should come in. It's fun. All right, yeah, thanks for uh, listening. We'll see you next week right here on the Exploding Barrel Podcast. Toodaloo! Toodaloo!